Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Tuesday, July the 14th. After conflicting reports on how effective they might be, the government has finally confirmed we will have to wear face masks in shops and supermarkets. The new rules will come into effect next Friday, that's July the 24th. And it's only happening now because they say evidence and understanding of coronavirus is evolving. Anyone caught not wearing a covering by police could be fined up to one. £100. Well, we've been speaking to Medway GP Dr Julian Spinks to find out what he thinks. The first thing is, thank goodness there is some clarity because we seem to be getting contradictory statements and nobody knew where they were. Um, however, I would support what's happening. Um, we forget that three months ago we knew virtually nothing about this virus and initially people were being told that uh, wearing a, a mask was probably counterproductive. But uh, last month the WHO said that actually it was helpful. It both stops you spreading a virus that you may not realise you have to other people and it appears it also has a degree of protection, not the sort of degree you get with a surgical mask, but some protection against catching it from other people. And that's particularly helpful if you're indoors in places where it's difficult to socially distance. For example, if you cough uh, when you um, have a mask on, you'll reduce the distance that the particles and things in your breath go by about 95% because it then drops just around you. Whereas if you are uh, within even something like 20 feet of someone who's coughing, there's a chance that you may actually be hit by virus particles. So it's protecting other people particularly. It will have a degree of filtering for, from uh, other people's breath as well. Um, and all these worries about having low oxygen and other things to do with masks. Simply, if that had been the case, then generations of surgeons would have been very ill by now. And there's no evidence that wearing a mask causes any ill health. A double layer of material seems to be better than a single layer, um, but anything is helpful because what you're trying to do is just catch droplets that are coming out of your mouth. And so even a scarf worn over the face uh, pending getting a, perhaps a, a purpose-built mask. Um, it's uh, one of those things where more and more are available and there are some disposable masks as well, but we're still encouraging people not to go and buy the sort of uh, masks that we're using in the health service because that means that we might have a, po a possibility that we can't actually get the people we need to look after patients. Store owners and workers are being asked to encourage customers to comply and can refuse people entry if they don't. Professor Richard Scase is from the University of Kent. He's been speaking to Katya. It seems rather odd to me that uh, the government, if it does now recognise, which it didn't before, of course, recognise the importance of wearing masks in shops, uh, um, should now announce, instead of saying, as from tomorrow, which is what they did with the lockdown when it was announced in March, uh, they're announcing this is not going to take effect and, until the 24th, which suggests a certain kind of complacency in a sense. And then, of course, also we have the mixed messages from Michael Gove, who talks about us behaving in a very kind of respectable, responsible way, right through to Boris Johnson saying that um, wearing a mask must be compulsory if we go into shops. Do you think that small shops are already struggling and will be prepared to enforce rules within their space? I think it's very difficult for small shops to um, adhere to the rules, particularly in terms of the um, what was this two metre social distancing and what is now the one metre social distancing, because small shops tend to, and for entirely understandable reasons, uh, tend to have very narrow aisles in order to stock more products 
uh, for customers as they come to the shops. So it's very difficult in a, in, in a small corner shop to keep your distance from other shoppers, even with the one meter social distancing thing. And I think customers therefore are very reluctant to go into these smaller shops, even compared with the larger shops, simply because they feel they can't exercise the social distance. And it's the older people, older consumers, older customers, who are most wary and most cautious about the social distancing rule. And, and if I may add a further point on this, uh, when the lockdown was announced in March, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister said that, well, it's a lockdown, and we all stuck to it. We adhered to it. We were told in very strict terms, uh, there was a lockdown. And that, re that created less stress than today, where we have these various announcements, different announcements for Scotland, for Wales, for England, and people having their evening meals and watching these television bulletins, I think are, are rather confused. And also particularly um, with this constant change in rules and procedures, um, it's creating more stress. So we, as we come out of lockdown, and with the various choices available and with the various messages given to us, it's creating more stress in the sense of what should we do? Is it safe for us to go out, to go to a restaurant? Is it safe for us to go uh, to a supermarket? Whereas with the lockdown, when it was announced in March, we were told quite strictly and quite um, rigorously that there was a lockdown and we had to stick to the rules. So the present situation is more stressful than when the lockdown was announced, which is all. Kent Online News. A court's heard how a dad of five was stabbed to death with a broken Sambuca bottle in Margate. 44-year-old Mark Miles was drinking with friends at a flat in Sandhurst Place when he was attacked last October. Richard McCauley, who's 24 and from North Down Road in Cliftonville, denies murder. A driver from Sevenoaks involved in a crash which killed a cyclist on a dual carriageway has been jailed for more than two years. David Hansen had been taking cocaine and cannabis before he hit the 30-year-old's bike in Essex in 2018. The 44-year-old from Seal Road pleaded guilty to causing death by dangerous driving. He's also been banned from getting behind the wheel for three years. Kent Online's been told only six cases of so-called revenge porn in Kent in the past year ended with a charge or caution. Data shows the majority were ended when a victim withdrew support for a prosecution or there were difficulties with evidence. The crime is when someone shares intimate pictures online to try and embarrass the victim. Detective Chief Inspector Samantha Mercer is from Kent Police. Many um, victims report this kind of incident to the police purely because they want the behaviour to stop or they want the images and the material removed. Um, many victims feel a high degree of embarrassment when reporting these types of offences, um, either because the offence has been committed by somebody that they were close to, so a partner or a friend, um, or because they're seeking our help to prevent the ongoing posting or circulations of the images and videos. You know, many of them don't tell friends or family and they wouldn't want this to become public knowledge. So they're often um, not wanting to support a, a prosecution around any offences being committed. Quite often um, what we know about these offences are that um, they're committed over social media or via the internet and that often the perpetrator is not resident in the UK and is therefore not committing an offence from the UK. So, you know, it's then really difficult to locate the material um, and, you know, getting it removed is problematic, but even tracing the source of it can cause real evidential difficulties. 
We will, where appropriate, consider an evidence-led prosecution, which would allow perpetrators to be brought to justice without putting you know, a, a possibly fearful or traumatised victim through the, the court processes. Um, we work hard with partners to raise awareness around the support that is available for victims, um, not only of this type of crime, but through for, of all crimes. So, you know, through people like Victim Support, um, and we try and use our partners to get them to engage in the criminal justice um, process. Part of it is our responsibility about making sure our officers understand these offences um, and that they deal with them in a, in a timely manner um, and that we work closely with our victims and that we reassure them and we make sure that they have the confidence in us um, so that they are willing to support these cases um, through to court. We will support victims. We will look to um, find ways to take court through um, an evidence-based prosecution, so not having to take victims to court if we can, um, and that actually, you know, they're not alone, that this does happen to, um, you know, a number of people, and actually we will support them as best we can through any court process. Um, and I would urge them to kind of come forward and report it and have confidence that we will be sympathetic um, and that we will support them through any process. It's emerged five children with special needs in Kent have taken their own lives since lockdown began. The county councillor's director of integrated children's services thinks the boys and girls who are aged between 13 and 17 may have struggled to cope without the routine of school. She says they're working hard to make sure young people don't become the forgotten victims of coronavirus. The A&E departments at two hospitals in East Kent still require improvement, according to the latest report by inspectors. The Care Quality Commission visited the sites in Ashford and Margate in March. While they found some improvements at the QEQM, there were still concerns over safety and staffing at the William Harvey. The Trust Chief Exec says we fully accept that we still have a lot of work to do. More than a 1,000 people have signed a petition against plans to shut an Ashford Leisure Centre for a year. The Stour Centre is due to get a £6 million makeover, but the temporary closure could result in the loss of 115 jobs. Schools across Kent are being given the chance to bid for a share of more than half a million pounds to help improve education for the most disadvantaged. A three-year-long project is getting underway to try and boost the attainment levels across the county. Now, a young woman from Ashford who's battling an eating disorder fears she and others are having to wait too long for treatment after being told it could take a year to see a specialist. Kirsty Rowe has struggled with anorexia over the past six Six years and found her anxieties around food were getting worse during lockdown. The 20-year-old was seen within a week but then told she could face 12 months on a waiting list for therapy. It makes me quite angry really like I, I don't think it's fair and I know that it's not necessarily even like the NHS fault or anything because I know that they, they struggle so much and it's not even just with eating disorders it's across everything everyone's got to wait but I just think it's ridiculous you do have to wait such a long time to get help for something like this which could change overnight like I said yesterday I could I could have been in the mindset at the time when I was told this that actually this is telling them this is them telling me that I'm not sick enough and them telling me that they're not going to help me even though that's not what they said but if I was in a bad place that's how I could have interpreted it and so it could have ended completely differently and I could have just gone backwards and said that's it I'm not even going to bother at all.
and that could have been even worse and I'm worried that that's gonna that's gonna be what other people do hearing it it's just made me like really upset and angry that this has happened and I want to be able to like try and help other people even if that means telling my experience and my story I don't really care at this point it's not I want other people to don't want other people to feel alone and to suffer like I have in the past the trust, which specialises in eating disorders, wouldn't comment on current waiting times, but was rated as requires improvement in 2019. You can now say what you think about updated plans for the new Lower Thames Crossing. Changes have been made to the proposed design for the multi-billion pound road tunnel, which will link to the east of Gravesend to Thurrock in Essex. They include new and updated paths, green spaces and more detailed landscaping. A socially distanced passing out parade has taken place in Maidstone to welcome 55 new officers to Kent Police. Chief Constable Alan Pusley spoke at the traditional ceremony with friends and family watching on from the safety of their cars. And an exhibition looking back at fashion through the decades has opened at Maidstone Museum. The dressing room collection features more than 8,000 items of clothing dating back as far as the 1800s. Head to the in-depth section of Kent Online to see pictures of some of the outfits on display. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.